You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favourite fitness programme, The Great British Breakfast. The easy way to start your day. Isn't it just that? Isn't it just that? And I've had a, I've had cheese on toast this morning for breakfast. I thought it was some toast remnants. Slice of toast and uh, a little bit of grated cheese on it. Very nice. Put it in the microwave for 24 seconds. Toast. Point three. Yeah, and it just melts the cheese but doesn't knacker the toast. Oh, up. you toast the toast first. First, yeah. Right. No, yeah, otherwise that would be b- cheese on bread. Yeah. Why don't you lie the toaster on its side and just chuck it all in there? I never thought of that. And then get out with a knife as yeah. it's on. Yeah. Have you seen, have you seen, uh, normally, and I shouldn't say this because this is a bit sexist, ladies doing stuff like that? Um, the knife in the toaster with it on. Yeah, I've seen my daughter do that. Oh, it's terrible, <laughs> isn't it? You do know that's gonna kill you. Give you a bit of a jolt, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Silly. So, what have you been doing this week, Paulie boy? What have you been doing? Well, I haven't done a great deal because I haven't felt very, I haven't been brilliant again. Have you not? No. What is it? My death sore throat came back. Oh, I don't want that. With a vengeance, I'm fine now. And then a bit of a cold to go with it. All right. I think it's just overwork, Death. bit of stress, too much. You know, you just run down. I think is what it is. I think it is. So I, I was just saying when I before we had uh, before we started the show that I have had uh, a whole six hours of uninterrupted sleep, which I don't. I can't remember the last time that happened. Which is good, isn't it for you? Yeah. I had a. I don't think I slept very well. I dreamt I'd had my hair cut. Oh, it's nice. My friend Nikki. I had had my hair cut actually. Your friend Nikki. Yeah, she cuts my hair. All oh, right. Okay. And. Um, I had a beard, and she'd done this stupid stuff with my beard and left a load of, like, a mullet hair at the back. Oh, yeah, I can see it, yeah. And in my dream... No, not oh. for real. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. In my dream, I had some hair clippers, and I was trying to sort it out myself. Ah, oh, yeah, And good. making a mess of it and getting really confused because it was hair on my face and... Around my... It was a real weird dream. See, you're... F- you are... Can I say something that will shock you now? <laughs> <laughs> I like scotch eggs. Now, I, I like wine. I like wine. Uh, cheese. <laughs> that episode was on on Thursday or uh, Wednesday. There was another one. There was, there was another. Just there was another episode. Another thing of um, what Alan was it? Partridge's something country Celtic. It was a funny little jingly thing that was sort of sad. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was on Sky Atlantic, wasn't it? I believe. Yeah. Have you been watching? Uh, you haven't been watching Gap Year, have you? With with no, Psychic Simon. No, you keep in it. telling me about it, mate. This. It is so funny. I must get it. It'll be it, on Catch Up, won't oh, it? Oh yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, you might have to. You might have to watch it. In fact, while you're away, why don't you watch it on your uh, phone and download the O four four O D app? Oh, I could do. I'll probably take my laptop with me anyway next week. It's really funny. Okay, and oh. he he's, he he makes it. He's the he's the funny one. It's, I I love actors like that because sometimes. Uh, and I've, you see it a lot on the on Partridge. It's just a look. Yeah. They didn't say anything, it's just a little look. Yeah. It was the one yesterday where he was looking around his new house. And, um, what's it he say? He said something to Does the stage. Does that come with and, it? <laughs> yeah, Does that he, come with he, it? He didn't say a word, he just sort of went... Yeah, It was exactly. just a little shake of the head. It was brilliant. It's real... That's it. Just clever acting. It's like when he says, uh, can I, uh, try the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And the bloke stood there with him, and he's like, uh... <laughs> I, I want to try it. Oh, right, yes, yes, prefer yes. prefer to go alone, yeah, he says, <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I prefer to go alone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It went yeah. with... Was it? went with one flush. <laughs> one yank. <laughs> one gone. Yank. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> I love this house. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. <clears throat> very, very clever. Was it... it would it... Uh, how much is it up for? Three... Oh, was it... Oh, three, it's 325,000. He said, I'll take it. Yeah, didn't he say, will they take... He said, will you take an offer? And he went, 324? Yeah. Went, yep. Yeah. And they just... <laughs> <laughs> Genius. And it's got the uh, petrol station just down the road. <laughs> <laughs> so clever. Cookie very mark. clever. 
Yeah, the one episode this week of um, of uh, of Gap Year is uh, it's I can't remember what his name is in it, but um, they're, they're basically what it is is this: these two American girls, one's blonde and one's Chinese, um, and the, they're in when they're in Asia, they they all take the Mickey out of her being. I told you about the banana thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's, they kept calling her banana. Right. Yellow on the outside, white on the inside. Right. <clears throat> so, um, which is quite clever, really, isn't it? It is. Yeah, a bit racist. So, a right. bit racist. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, and this one, they're 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 going from country to country, and I think they're in Kuala Lumpur. Oh, it must be great to film that. Oh yes. And then they're in this, and and they basically run right this, down this street, and there's all these cars on fire, and they're like, oh my god, where what are, where are we? What have we done? And then you hear cut. <laughs> oh my god, get out of my set! And she went, Oh my god, are we on a set? Are we on. Yeah, oh, can we be extras? So they become extras. Oh, brilliant. And it's a zombie film. Um, and Psychic Simon yeah. dresses up in this pol- police uniform. He gets right. He's a police officer with a gun and everything. <laughs> and he's basically, he's put his last £3,000 into buying these um, Chinese things that play. Uh, I don't know if they're beer openers or something that play. Old Lang Syne, as he thinks it is, <laughs> right. but it's not. It's a Chinese song that sounds like Old Lang Syne, <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, no, it's not." Anyway, so basically, he's gone. To, he goes to this meeting, uh, and he has this meeting, comes away, and the bloke rings him up while he's on set and says, "I need to see you immediately." He's like, "Okay." So he goes in his in his police uniform. <laughs> and he goes into the shop. These two people don't speak any English at all. As soon as they see him, obviously, it's the military police. Yeah. They are frightened to death. He's going, no, 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 look, the gun's fake, the gun's fake. And he's swinging he's waving his, the gun, gun around. around. Yeah. And they're going, no, no, and they started giving money. And, <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 look. And he's, he's going, no, this, no, no, look, it's, it's, it's fake. And he points it at the woman's head. And she's like, oh. Honestly, it's very oh, I funny. must watch it. So it'll be on 4OD. 4OD is called Gap Year. Brilliant. And the name of the, the song, actually, is, um, I wonder if I can get the song uh, and play the song. I wouldn't, what, the theme tune? The theme tune, yeah. It's on, um, it, it's by a lady called Emiliana Torini. Have okay. you heard of her? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, she did the Gollum song in uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay, I haven't seen that either. But oh, haven't you? Okay, okay. Let me see if I can find it on the air. Let Okey me just see. Okie dokie. dokie, because we don't, uh, I've got a sign in over here. Beeps. Oh, that's a bit. Studio. Okay. Oh, ca- Look at that. Okay. Uh, we're going high tech. Uh, we're probably going wrong password. No, I don't want to add a phone. <laughs> oh, okay. Some, so. Somebody mistakenly tried to add me to some Google group recently, and you really need to give them your flipping inside leg and date of birth. Oh, and... you don't want to be doing that. Oh. Well, let you join otherwise. Oh, really? It is, and it's always you've got to click the button to do accept Google's terms of service, which basically means your soul now belongs to the devil. Oh, yeah, you've watched um, South Park as well, have you? Uh, I haven't, actually. YouTuber Is that, uh... Spelt oh. wrong. YouTuber yeah. yeah, so I'm going to keep, um... The rival sides. Hang on. Hopefully it'll, it'll room. So this is the theme tune this to Gap This is the theme tune to Gap okay. so... <clears throat> hopefully this will, uh... With the technology that we've got, this will... The 15-second ad first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it might be, mightn't it? It might not be, though. Oh, yes. No. Here you go. This is it. Okay.
Was, uh, that was her. Oh, so, I love that. Isn't it good, though? I love that. So that obviously is the theme tune. That's not the actual uh, show itself. No, that's it's brilliant. Uh, that's just such a good feel-good song. <clears throat> it is, isn't it? So where did you... Re- where, I thought she was... Um, South African. No. Spanish or something like that. Yeah, you South thought she American. was South American or Spanish or something like that. So I think with a name like Emiliana, and I think she's got an apostrophe over the A or something. She's got a, a, a little dash thing over the I. So that's an emphasis on the last... So actually that means... So I think she... No, listen, I think she could be Italian, but I think she might have a bit of Romanian in her or something like that. And I don't know why I think that. Cheekbones. Right, I'm going to... Just gonna cover Are up, you going to shock me now? I'm going to cover up. That's her last name. Just read that. Can you just read that? Kylie Minogue? No. Oh, in the bold at the bottom of the Dave Emiliana Torini David's dot here. Oh, okay. Where do you reckon that's from? So then? I reckon she's Hungarian. No. I wouldn't have got that. No. Right, she's uh, she's born 16th of May '77, so she's oh, 39. Uh, she's an Icelandic singer oh, and songwriter. Yes, I can see it. I can see it now. Best known for her 1999 album "Love in the Time of Science," her performance of Gollum's song, yes. the 2002 film. Uh, the two towers and the 2009 single Jungle Drum, which was that one. Oh, yeah. That was 2009. I didn't know it was a single. Well, oh, well, maybe well, nice well. But I think um, if, when you watch Gap Year, it's funny. It is It is really funny. Oh, hang on. Sorry, sorry. Her father, Salvatore Torini, is Italian. <laughs> uh, so you were right in some way. Oh, she's got a bit of Italian in her. But because of the name regulations in Iceland at the time, her father had to change his name to... Davio Eriksson. Mm. How weird. Anyway, that's so a Swedish name, isn't it? Uh, well, Eriksson, yeah, it's son of Eric, isn't it? That's where it comes from, the old Viking. <coughs> uh, Eriksson. Speaking of. Um, How many sons are there? What do you mean? So there's Eriksson. Oh, there's loads. Go on then, give me another. Um, oh. Is that his clothes? Oh, gosh. Um, Davidson. Ba- Barry's son. <laughs> Paulson. Paulson. And uh, Anderson. Anderson? That might be... I meant Andy's Yeah, I know you do, <laughs> but an- there's Anderson. He might be right. Is there something to do with, like, Mac- Mackerson? That's a, t- a type of state. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Mackerson... man, way man. How are you doing? Like, with the take trolls is Mr. Phil, like. We've got uh, Phil Meekson. He's like Phil Meekson. He's, like, up in Newcastle, He's like. up in the sunny Newcastle. He's having a great time, man, up there with his take trolls is round his armpits. <laughs> Way I man, how's it going? What's he doing up there? Don't know. He's you went a bit Welsh at the end there. I but... did, didn't it? <laughs> I did, isn't it? Didn't it? Didn't it? What's he doing in Newcastle? Don't know, mate. I really don't know. Has he been exported for some coal? I think he might have been. Yes. What does that mean, coal to Newcastle? Sure. Who knows? Sure. He'll know. Yeah. He was actually. I think he might watch the rugby. 
Because oh now my. he's a pensioner, an old age pensioner. Yes. He's got nothing to do. Oh, of course, no. Just drink Guinness. Drink Guinness all yesterday. day. Yeah, get smashed. Smash uh, it up. Eat chips and watch rugby. Telling stories. Yeah. Oh, so we're going out for Chinese at some point? Uh, we don't know yes. when, though. Yes. Oh, did you see I agreed with you? I did. For the first time ever. But did, oh, what did I say that you guy was a bit confused? Because I said I can make any time. Yeah, who said he was confused? No, 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 no. I was confused. Why? Because I said I can make any time, have to go with the flow. And you yeah, said you. I agree with Paul. Oh, so you can do the same? Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm. Is Phil doing any more work for you now? Don't know. Wouldn't hurt him, would it? I need I'm to do some work for somebody. I mean, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's just that we've got um, about 22 and a half hours a day of radio to fill. Yeah, we have. And Phil's the man to fill it. He is. Fill it, Phil. 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 Seven days till the first bank holiday of 2017. Oh, yeah. Got to find some place legally to take my drone off, because I'm garan- there's going to be guaranteed tailbacks on the M5, isn't there? Yes. So I thought I could get some footage of that. Can I ask a question? Yeah. So, I would say we... So, I probably shouldn't ask this on there in case my son's doing something illegal, but he flies with my ace. It's not, it's, not, it's not built up, is it? It's, a, it's only sparsely populated, isn't it? With a couple of that's farm That's a hamlet. A hamlet. So that's illegal, yeah. Okay. Um... If if he wanted to fly over open farmland with with our farmer neighbour's permission, yes. that would be okay, would it? Yes. If you've got their permission and it's their land. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, there's Article 95 of the Air Navigation Order, commonly known as CAP 393. Okay. <clears throat> the thing is, I, I got into... I'll, I'll just be honest with you, right? I, I got into a situation this week where I wasn't sure. Um, so, there are, there's a couple of rules that you've got to so be I aware of. you can't fly inside a school. You can you can. It, like, oh, inside the school building, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During a lesson. I told you, told you not to do oh, that. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> so there's a couple of rules or a couple of numbers you've got to remember. So there's the 50, there's the 50 metre rule. Yeah. Uh, which I can't remember. I think it's number one, sec, sec, sub, paragraph one, I think it is. Which states that you must not take off or you must not um, fly with it. Actually, is it over or within? It's both, I think. It's over at all within 50 yeah. metres of a person, place or thing. Okay, so that's the easiest way of remembering it. Yeah. But I, I was confused Unless about that. Oh, go on. they are under your control. Yeah. That's reduced to 30 metres for takeoff Take and landing, yeah. as long as you have permission from the landover, landowner. Right. Okay. So that's not a case of using a public footpath. That's not permission. Right. So I didn't realise this. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> there's also another rule which says you mustn't fly over or within 150 metres of a congested area. Yeah. And a congested area, for the purposes of the Civil Aviation Authority, is uh, part of a town, village or hamlet, right, which is primarily designated for the use of residential or business. Oh, right, but not farming, because not farming. Well, that's business, isn't it? Farmland count as business. Uh, no, that's not. Yeah, so farm open farmland. Yeah, you've got to have permission. Now, when I read that, I thought, "When I how can I go and take a photograph of the football club?" Yeah, because because so I got onto I got a Google Earth Pro and I measured how far the centre of the field was from the houses on the side. Oh right, okay. And they're about sixty-five metres. Okay. So I thought, okay, so the 50, 50 meter rule I'm okay with. And in fact, I can take off thirty metres. Yeah. Um, but presumably you have to have permission from whoever owns the football. Yeah, frame, so they asked there? me they asked yeah. me to go up and do it. So there was that, which was okay. which was in it. So I thought, well and you so that's fine. Now then I thought, well the one fifty metre rule, 
how can I do that? I'm just going to be stuffed. Yeah, because you'd never, yeah. So this was at quarter to ten, before ten o'clock going down to, to video on Monday. Right. So I started having that sick feeling of, oh, this is just too much grief. Oh, I can't no. So I got onto the old face PFCO Facebook page where, yeah. like, arrogance lives. <laughs> arrogance lives in belittling it rules, you know? Yeah. So I typed in 150M, and, and I, I looked through that. And there was a load of other people that were new to this, like me, that would, were asking the same question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they took some abuse from the, you know... That's not fair, because that's the well, point. You've been in a group, isn't it? Mate, help. Why be on the group if you're just going to knock others? And the thing is, so the one guy was, I, I'm surprised you're asking this question. If you've got a PFCO, I suggest you read it. Oh, that's just... Yeah. I'm so, you know, I, so I, when I see that again, going on again, I'm going to go back and say, guys, in aviation, safety is king. If yeah. someone's asking a question about safety yeah. and something, you should answer it and not be sarcastic. Yeah, and things change, Period. don't they, as well? You yeah. Know if I mean, all right, you should keep up to date with the regs, but yeah. better to ask. And funnily enough, one of the guys said, um, anyway, he said, um, it went down and went down, and the guy went, well, I was just asking because I haven't done this before and I'm new to it. And I want to, I, anyway, it turns out, as I've got, we've got PFCOs, the 150 rule doesn't count right. for us because we already have permission right. from the CAA to not have to worry about that. Okay. So that was that one. And the 50 metre rule is yeah. changed if you've got a PFCO. Right. But you can't fly within 50 metres. And if you treat, treat, treat 50 metres as a bubble, uh, as long as you're okay. above 50 metres, you right. can actually fly over the exes. So I was going to ask you about... 65 feet. So I was going to ask you about that. That 50 metre rule, yeah. if you're not qualified... Can you fly above 50 metres above something? Is that... As long as you're 50 metres above, say... Say you're flying across farm and you fly across a private house. If you're more than 50 metres up, is that okay? I need to check. Because um, that's how I interpreted it. Well, if it says... if uh, On the PFCO, it's set in my, I'll show you the PFCO I've got. It says within 50 metres, so yeah. I can. But somebody said that the rule says over or within. So if right. it's over... Then no. Okay. You can't. Because the reason I question this, because I read it that you can be... As long as you're more than 50 metres away, you can... That's fine. But if they're doing that... If the if it's protection about a drone dropping out the, fly, the sky and hitting someone, it doesn't matter if you're 50 metres... If you're 70 metres up, you're more likely to... It's going to fall... But you'd be had by the 150 metre rule. 150 metre rule. If you're flying over a house. What's the 150 metre rule? You can't fly over or within 150 metres of a congested area. Well, if it's, no, if it's just like a single house... Uh, we'll have to look up on that. Right. I think, yeah, you might be okay. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry if anybody's still listening. So we're boring. Personal got, chat about yeah, if we're boring drone you, regulations. Let's sorry. Play, let's play another song. Um, let's play. Uh, oh, this is. I mean, this is utter garbage. This song, to be honest, but I'm going to play it anyway. I'm going to push it. Push it real. Eight twenty-two on the eighth of April. Blind. Where's this year gone?
song that was. I said he was, babe. Do you like it, babe? I said he did. How best do you like it on a scale that went to 20? It's one of my all-time favourites of all time. Mate, uh, quite literally, let's rock with this. <laughs> <laughs> Phyllis is, uh, oh, I should call him that. Sorry, <coughs> Phil is, uh, Seth. Phil. Mickey Meekins. Seth. Seth. <laughs> uh, he's been watching the rugby. I've got to put glasses on. And, uh, br- seeing British sea power tonight. Lake. What's that? Is that, is that power boats, Phil? Could be. British sea power. Sounds or is that awesome. name of a band? It's a crap name. It for might a band be a name for a band. No, Phil, he does like some uh, <laughs> uh, unusual uh, artists. It's not a very good name for a band if it is. No. Oh, so Phil, we, we might be playing a gig at some point, Phil. You can come watch us somewhere in Cheltenham. No, no, do, we do, the, do you want me to do the uh, sign? Or that'd, not? Be, that'd be awesome. Yeah. It's only be a little pub, but it will be our launch. Same one. No, no, no. I think, I think we're looking at the probably the Cotswold. Where's that? In the centre of Cheltenham. All yeah, right. Near cool. the Chicken Inn. Fish and chip shop and the Masonic Hall and, 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 and Lakeland bikes. Oh, nice. That's all handy if you want a bit of uh, lodging it up, a bit of biking or some fish and chips. Parties and some chips. Yeah, which is quite nice. <laughs> 28 days till the £5 note seems, or the old £5 note ceases to be legal tender. Should have kept one of them. Yeah. I've not seen one now. No, they've just really quickly disappeared. It's amazing how they do it, isn't it? So they must go into the bank and the bank but must just make a pile of all these other ones and put them out and then swap them with new ones. Yeah. Is that... I'd put a few in my pocket. Yeah, I mean, I would. Oh. Well, I, I say a few. Them. Yeah, like... Hundred. Ten thousand. <laughs> 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 um, so, 71 days till Father's Day and 86 days till Wimbledon starts y- in the UK. Wow. No way. 261 sleeps till Christmas Day and 269 days till 2018. Wow. Uh, 432 days till the World Cup in Russia starts. Possibly. That's, that's going to be interesting. It is. Mm. They are... Oh, Prog Rock! What? They're a band called Prog Rock. A oh, band, really? a band, they're not a band called Prog Rock. They're, they're a, a prog, prog Rock, rock band. band. So I've been really getting into Kansas again this week. Have you? So I've been, I mowed the lawn on Sunday and mowed it again on Wednesday, Thursday, and I, I listened to the Essential Kansas album, which has got a couple of great songs on it. I don't know if it's sort of radio. I don't know if it's radio tunes, but the one is called... Um, I can't remember what it's called, actually. Uh, I'll have to look it up in a minute. But, um, when yeah. were they? Se- late 70s? Yeah. Yeah. British I don't know if Phil likes Kansas. British Sea Power is an unusual name for a band. I thought it was a powerboat race. <laughs> British Sea Power. No, that's good. Military Might. Militarymight.com. Certainly is, babe. 
Four years ago, former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher passed away while staying at the Ritz Hotel in London. Four years? I thought it was longer than that. Of course, yeah. there was a big fuss because that song, Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead, shot to number one, didn't it? Because so, she was one of those Prime Ministers that really polarised people's opinions. Yeah, she was. She was. Marmite Thatcher. My dad went from being a staunch Labourite to, a, like, a massive Thatcherite. Really? Yeah, it's weird. My dad hated her. Yeah, I bet. He used to turn the telly off if she came on. Isn't it funny, though? My dad, Red Allen, as we used to call him. Red Allen. in the day. <laughs> Is that what you called him? When we were little kids. Because he was a shop steward, I think. We I had was. this conversation. I know yeah. you were. Um, and I, we didn't even know what no, I grew up. I, th- I think when someone of his work colleagues had called it him, so it stuck. So he's called him Red Allen. <laughs> <laughs> like, knowing... They know him what it meant. That's quality. <laughs> so, Global Aw- <clears throat> Asbestos Awareness Week... Uh, awareness. <laughs> awareness Week ends on the 9th of April. Okay. And Orchard Orchard Male Cancer Awareness Week in the UK ends on the 9th of April as well. Uh, of course, the 9th of April being uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Horse Racing Awareness Week yeah. uh, highlights the dangers of horse racing takes place in the lead-up to the Grand National. That ends tomorrow as well. Oh, yeah, Grand National. Is that this weekend? Yeah, that's, it is. That's today, today isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, we've got some more awarenesses for this month, Paul. Okay. Um, so, National Humour Month. Where'd you get that from? Oh, yeah. I'm going bottom-up because I didn't know how far you got Oh, okay, there. cool. Good idea, bottom-up. Can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Earth Month in the UK, National Pet Month, Community Pubs Month. Quite literally. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Benefits Awareness... I- I'm sure some of these are made up. Benefits Awareness Month, yeah. uh, National Autism Awareness Month, and Bowel Cancer Awareness Month. Wow. Okay, you've heard a lot it all of months on here. going on there, isn't a lot there? of months. Um, <clears throat> Kofi Annan. Oh, yes. Ghanaian ex United Nations Secretary General is 79 today, born on this day in 1938. Wow. And in uh, 1941, Vivian Westwood. Oh, yeah. She was. Uh, Made that furniture. Interesting, oh, wasn't no. she? Pottery. No. No, close. <laughs> fashion designer, famous for bringing punk fashions into the mainstream. 76. And who Howell Bennett. Welsh actor, famous for playing the lead role in the ITV sitcom Shelley. Is he 73? 73. Wow. I'll let you do one ne- next one, though. Steve Howe, English guitarist with the prog rock band Yes. Uh, how old is he? Is he as old as Phil? He's older than Phil. He's 70. Phil was in Yes, wasn't he? I think he know. Oh, he was on that tribute band called No. 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 <laughs> uh, John Madden, English film director, called Ch- uh, directed Shakespeare in Love and Captain Corelli's Mandolin. He's 68, born this day in 1949. Yeah, indeed. And uh, John Schneider, American actor, played Bo Duke in The Dukes of Hazard. 57. Oh, Daisy Duke. Daisy Duke. The, those very tight, small denim shorts there have been called Daisy Dukes. Have they? Yeah, they're called Daisy Dukes, and I must say, you look flipping good in them. Thank you. <laughs> Izzy Stradlin, or Stradlin, American guitarist and songwriter with Guns N' Roses, is 55, born this day, name. 1962. And uh, John Lennon, English musician, singer, son of... Oh, sorry, Julian Lennon, I beg your pardon. Uh, he's said to be the inspiration for the songs Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds and Hey Jude. Is uh, 54 today. Wow. It's old, isn't it? There we go. Cool. That's a few Some sport ones. Sorry. Yeah. Keep, keeping you up. Oh, yeah. I'm knackered oh, Where's my news thing gone? Is it like t- tangled it up? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I have. Sorry. Oh, you silly man. I, I know it's a way away, but I just don't want to get caught out in uh, one hour and 30 minutes time. No, it's fine. <laughs> God, seems a long time, that, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Should we just give up and go home? No, I'm, I'm okay today. So, I'm, I'm a bit, um, I'm a bit flat today. A bit what? Sorry. Not flat. Oh, fat. sorry. Not flat. So sorry. I'm going to start running. I've Now the gym's... I think because everything's done... Yeah. The only thing I haven't done is dug, dug that... Uh, put another fence up over there, but I'll wait till I've got some money to do that. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Um, I am. I didn't do any exercise this week. No? Just didn't feel like it. Oh. But I am taking my, uh, running kit. Nice down cool. there, Foy. Yeah. Very hilly, though. Yeah, that's right. Do a couple of quick six-milers. <laughs> mm. <laughs> when I say a couple of quick ones, I mean, uh... So it reminds me, actually, I don't know if I told you this, years ago I used to play cricket for a works team. And you know you have the cricket scorebook, where you have to put a dot for every... It's a real complicated thing. You put a dot for a run and someone else for a wicket and blah, 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 blah. And it's a complicated thing and you have to fill it in as you go along. And then everyone... So I used to bowl and you put... You'll see on the telly it said, I don't know, Graham Lilly, right arm, fast. Because he was a right arm, fast bowler. After we'd finished a match, this is years ago, I was flicking through the scoreboard and, and unbeknown to me, I was put down as medium waist wobble. What does that mean? Well, it doesn't exist. It was just them being horrible about me, wasn't oh. it? <laughs> so I medium-paced, <laughs> and there was a lot of waste wobble. So... Right arm fast, left you, arm have spin. Have you still got this book? Oh, no. It was a... It belonged to the uh, cricket club. Oh. Which cricket club was this? Uh, Cheltenham Civil Service. Oh, right. I was never very good at cricket, but I used no. to play. Yeah, medium waste wobble. Isn't that rude? How rude? How mm. rude? Is the Civil Service Club still down in Gloucester, or is that gone now? I think there's one at the end of Eastern Avenue. There still is there. Not Eastern Avenue, Escort Road. Yeah, it's still there on the left. I, I believe so. Or the roundabout. Yeah, I played. What did I do there? I was a member of that. Yeah, because you would have been 3BT, wouldn't you? Yeah. And, then, and there's the one in Cheltenham, of course, Chooksby Road. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, With yeah. The big yeah. sports field. Yes. I used to play football as well for Civil Service when I was young, when I was a little boy. And the Gala Club? Uh, I only ever went there with you. Did you? That's near Plock Court, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, was I only went there with you, because that... Was, were you a member through British Telecom? No, Dad. Government and local authority. Ah! Members. That was it. Is that what it stood for? Yeah. Never knew that. Government and local authorities. Didn't Gala. know that. Yeah. And your dad was a member? Yeah. What did your dad do for a job? He worked... He was an analytical estimator for, um, the county council. So, back earlier on, they used to do all the police fire... No, they used to do the police, uh, and ambulance and repair all of those where he was, and then all the yellow vans that used to go around with counties on. Oh, right. He, he used to give times to people to do a job. Oh, right. So the job would come in, and he'd, it would be like, change a, change a windscreen wiper. And, yeah. And they would get 0.6 of, a, of an hour to do that. Oh, right. And it was the metric time clock. Oh, and, my God. And if they did it quicker, they would get a bonus. Oh, wow. So it's quite a cool little oh, job. Yeah. Nobby Clark. Nobby. <laughs> I remember I was called, he was called Big Nobby and I was Little Nobby. <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't that surprise me? All right. <laughs> push it. Don't push it real good. good. Yeah, so uh, I'll tell let's play a bit of this, shall we? This is a bit Scottish. Uh, but we'll play a bit of this, quite probably out of, uh, out of kilt for the time of year. But uh, let's just play it anyway, shall we? What is it? Mullican Tire. All right, man. Where's the cruisers? Mullican Tire. My desire is always to be on all of Kintyre. Far have I travelled and much have I seen. Dark distant mountains with valleys of green. Deserts, the sun sets on fire as he carries me home to 
Bit of Mullikintyre, that is a great song, isn't it? I learned to play that on, on the, the guitar when I first, first got my guitar when I was little. Did you? And I didn't know how to tune it, so I tuned every string so it made a chord. Oh, right, okay. And then I'd use one finger. Is that when frets. before you started playing? Before I started playing, so it must have been about 11. So when did you start playing the guitar then? M- properly, started taking lessons at the age of 12. My 12th birthday, my, my parents bought me an electric guitar. Wow. Which my son is learning on now. Oh, okay. we had it all refurbished. It's a Japanese uh, Stratocaster copy, but it's brilliant. Still one of my favourite guitars to play. Mm. Very fast. That's the speed of it. I'm doing my finger movement. What's that, um... Oh, I tell you what, sh- there are many people listening today. Should we, should we find, <laughs> let's find that, um, I want to find that song. What, are you, are you thinking about the one I think you, you think you know about? Yeah, I, I want to play it. I mean, I tell you, we will appreciate it. Our, our main listener. <laughs> yeah. So I tell you what I'm going to do. I should have done this while, I mean, what's it was on, shouldn't I? That's all right. I'm going to install some it. Is it going to be the one that goes... No, no, no. No, oh, it's not, not that one. No. Oh, I thought you were going to make dueling banjos. No, why would I play that? I don't know, because I was oh. going... That's my best guitar solo ever, that is. Very good. Oh, now I'm now I'm a gog. No, this is... I'm going to play a bit of Kansas. Oh. Yeah. That make you think of Kansas. Because I... I don't know. I'm not sure, really. Uh, what are we doing? Oh, I see what we're doing. So... Can't you get it on the other one? No. They're not on the other one. Well, I don't know how to do it on the other one. Oh, I think, right. I think okay. I've, um... I could have done it by now on here. No, you probably could have, and I could have done it on there as well, but... Because I've got premium. Yeah, and me. So I'm going to log in with, with, with it. Okay. We're <laughs> just talking. Uh, read some more stuff, Port. Tell oh. me what's been going on. Tell me what's... Tell me what's on at the cinema. That would be lovely to know that. I'm going to pay you some money. Oh, OK. Well, do that later. Do I, right. Wait till you've had it first. Um, <coughs> cinema, or shall, I, or shall I just carry on with some other stuff? Can I do this day in history? Oh, yeah, do okay. the cinema. Do the cinema. So, I don't know so, what I've got Irish for it. Oh. Irish! Uh, so, new out this weekend, uh, you've got a film called Table 19, which is a 12A. That's what's got that uh, Table. Anna Kendrick, Craig Robinson, June Squibb. Nice name. these people. No. Oh, Lisa Kudrow, Stephen Merchant... We know him, don't Stephen you? Merchant, yeah. Uh, ex-maid of honour, Eloise, uh, played by Kendrick, having been relieved of her duties after being unceremoniously dumped by the best man via text... Oh, nice. ...decides to hold her head up high and attend her oldest friend's wedding anyway, as she finds herself seated at the random table... <laughs> We've all been on that one. Oh, God, yeah. ...in the back of the ballroom with a disparate group of strangers, most of whom should have known just to send regrets. Uh, as everyone's secrets are revealed, Eloise learns a thing or two from under the denizens of Table 19. Friendships and even a little romance can happen under the most unlikely of circumstances. Yeah, well, I don't think you'd be going to see that one. Uh, you've got Aftermath, which is difficult 15, with Kieran Knightley and Jason oh, yeah. Clark. Uh, post-war Germany, 46. Rachel Morgan arrives in the ruins of Hamburg in the bitter winter to be reunited with her husband, Lewis. A British colonel charged with rebuilding the shattered city. Oh, right, OK, that sounds all that right. Sounds like that could be uh, a bit more highbrow. Yeah. Uh, you got a few more. You got Going in Style. Okay. Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, Alan Arkin. That's got a good lineup. Uh, OAP's Willie, Morgan oh. Freeman, Al, Al Arkin, and Joe, Michael Caine, are all living unremarkable lives, and one day they decide to spice things up a bit by robbing a bank. Oh, okay. So that might be quite funny because um, they're all brilliant actors, but can do the dry comedy stuff well, can't they? Definitely. And then you've got the City of Tiny Lights. 
with uh, Riz Ahmed, Billy Piper in that one. Oh, uh, Tommy Akhtar, a devoted son to an ailing father and a deadbeat private eye with a taste for cigarettes and bourbon. When high-class prostitute Melody, that's got to be played by Billy Piper, I'm guessing, walks into Tommy's office seeking his help. Oh. And he's drawn into a murder investigation. And my personal favourite, and the one that if I'm going to see any of them, it'd be this one. Yeah. It's uh, Peppa Pig, my first cinema oh, experience. Oh, yes, yes. Um, I was in that. You were, yes. It's got Morwenna Banks, David Graham, Andy Clark, and Meg Hall. Oh, yeah. Uh, Join Peppa in this exciting new preschool <laughs> cinema experience with plenty of snorts, giggles, and jumping and coming down in muddy puddles. It's like a Friday night round here, isn't it? Well, I'm going to play this one now. That's your cinema this week. Well done, mate. Well done. So this one is called The Wall. Uh, no, that's not it. That's Carol May Ray with Sunday. No, I don't cry play no that. more. Oh, it won't play. Oh, good. Well, that's good, isn't it? I mean, no, I don't want to play that. <laughs> Stuck in a Groundhog Day. Oh, I can still hear it going in the background. Yeah. Oh, that's, well. That's rubbish. That is rubbish, Which isn't one it? were you trying to play? That one. Yeah, I can't see that from here. It's, it's called The Wall. Oh, The Wall. You said The Wall. Shall I get on that? Well, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm on it. Did you do a... This is it. Ah. So this is called The Wall uh, by Kansas... And I'm pretty sure it's, it's four minutes and 48 seconds long, but we'll play this for Phil yes. to celebrate his prog rock. Yeah, rock on, mm-hmm. Phil.
There you go. What you reckon of that, then? Yeah, classic prog. Classic, classic prog rock you there see? on 7FM with you, Pete, and David, and Bernard from the Babas. <laughs> that like, sounds like the bloke who does, um, you're listening to Phil Meek on a Friday night on 7FM. He's on a Bernard Matthews. <laughs> get a turkey based in as well. <laughs> I feel to get that every Friday night, and not he? Get old turkey based in. Oh, mate, it's only for that. <laughs> well, you know, what are you on? Sorry, stuff comes up my mate. Ignore him. He's the talking the drivel. He's talking that like the drivel. Well, eh? I've heard you. I've heard you refer to him as a baster on many occasions. Yeah, not to his face. Never. <laughs> so oh, very careful. I said we're going to have a holiday next week, aren't we? Next Saturday. Yes. See, it wouldn't hurt you to invite us down for a day, would it? Because we can got, come we're, down. We're looking. We were looking to get away for a couple of days. Oh, come down. Well, I wonder if we could go down to the the foy the cottage. Come to go to that mid lovely if Melissa let us go down to her mum's place. She got a cottage there. Before, yeah. Oh, come down for a few days. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be awesome. Would, wouldn't it? Awful. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we haven't booked we anything. We do the breakfast show from a Saturday morning. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me mixer. Fantastic. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> don't know why I did Pepper Pig then. <laughs> yeah, um, that'd be awesome. I know you won't, but you could do, because you're not doing anything, and the children are off school, aren't they? Yeah, they are, for two weeks. Oh, come, come down. Do you know, in 1513 on this day, Spanish explorer Juan Ponce de Leon <laughs> declared Florida a territory of Spain. Right, okay. Florida? Florida didn't, didn't exist then. That's what happened in the medieval days, so we just sail around the world going, well, yeah, hang on. D- what year? 1513. Yeah, but when did um, Columbus? When it... 16 the- summer. You know, I'm so rubbish. Columbus, he was a guy. Columbus. For the, he was the US guy, wasn't he? Christopher. Chrissy. Yeah. Chrissy Baby. Is that the guy? Yeah, uh, that's interesting. Well, 1513 Florida wouldn't even have existed, would it? Well, not in its current oh, state. Oh, hang on. No. Florida, isn't that a country? No. No, 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 no. Oh, and I'm thinking of Florence. Um, 
No, Florence isn't the country anyway. Oh, there's an argument about he obviously discovered America. I reckon that's a mistake. Uh, I reckon that's a mistake because Florida didn't exist 500 years ago, did it? Well, I'm trying to find out who, um... So, while you're doing that... Oh, it's right? rubbish. While you're doing that, there's lots of people, lots of argument about who discovered it. Did you see that snake that appeared in my cousin's, um, on her doorstep the other day? No. I think it was a little baby python. What? Yeah, she lives in Australia. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, it was Ch- she lives in Cheltenham, yeah. Hardwick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Oh, Go I was going to say, so Christopher, I was always led to believe Christopher Columbus, um, discovered America, but apparently there's even, even questions about, um, the Vikings were there. Oh. But when did... Oh, okay, here we go, here we go. Written history begins with the arrival of Europeans to Florida. The Spanish explorer, Juan Ponce, made the first textual records. The state was the first mainland realm of the United States to be settled by Europeans. Thus, 1513 marked the beginning of the American frontier. That's well, just... That's messed with my mind. So Columbus was supposed to have landed there in 1492. I didn't know that. So that was first. So this looks like there's a bit of an argument about who actually discovered it. And if the Vikings were there... Oh, so here we go. The Spanish ruled it between 1513 and 1763. Right? Yeah. It was prehistory until 1497. Right. The British... Ruled it between 1763 and 1783... And then the Spanish ruled it again from 1783 to 1821. And then the US territorial period started in 1822 to 1845. And then it was a state from 1845 to present. Right, okay, so that's fair enough. I did not know that. So, this is interesting. So, the point that Columbus discovered it is, is quite right. It says it's not really... It's a bit of a misnomer, because there were already I plenty of... school there. There was a plenty of people there when he arrived. So, they reckon that, according to the magazine American Archaeology that uh, the first Americans came from Asia probably no later than about 15,000 years ago and they walked all across the Bering Land Bridge that at that point connected what's now Alaska with Siberia. So, Florida borders on Mexico, doesn't it? Mexico. Because isn't there a river that runs down between them? I I don't know. Yeah, there is, because on the way... So that must be why. So that Mexico... What about Mexico, then? Well... Up until the 70s, the, the, these people they thought lived there first were called the Clovis people. Oh, yeah, they and had they, clogs and, and they used <laughs> to eat that funny brown bread. Clovis. Oh. <laughs> and they get their name from an ancient settlement discovered near Clovis in New Mexico, which is 11,000 years old. New Mexico? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's a very complicated article. It's very complicated. It's a long time. I love you. But there was... Um, love you a long time. The Vikings, there's all sorts of people. It's an argument going on, basically, about it. Let's just say we found it. We found it a week last Thursday, and uh, America's ours. <laughs> and we own it. Yeah. We'll stick it a says, flag up. Stick a 7FM sticker on the beach. Oh, here we go. In 1521, the Spanish Empire conquered and colonised the territory from its base in Mexico, or Mexico, Tonochihatean, oh, well which done. was administered in the Vicent, Viceroyalty of New Spain. Three centuries later, this territory became Mexico following recognition in 1821 after the colonies' Mexican War of Independence. Um, the tumultuous post-independence period was characterised by economic instability and many political changes. Political, political changes. Uh, the Mexican-American War, 1846-48, led to the terrorist, territorial secession of the extension of the northern borders, borderlands, one-third of its territory to the United States. 
But see, is that we, must be New Mexico, is it? I, well, I guess so. <clears throat> is New Mexico next to Mexico? I don't know. We don't know nothing. I know, I don't. But these things are well, always nobody. complicated, aren't they? Yeah. History is complicated. Isn't it? I was watching the thing about King Harold and the Battle of uh, Hastings, 1066, and all the lead-up to that. Oh, yeah. And it's fascinating. There's about three or four kings all having a go at it. Yeah. Before, <laughs> he, before he took his arrow in the eye. Well, and we don't know if that happened, do we? No. We're not sure, because what's his name? The one that... It's just in the Bio Tapestry, isn't it? Yeah. Good name for a song, <clears throat> Arrow in the Eye. I think it meant Bio Tapestry. <laughs> uh, William Gladstone introduced the first Irish Home Rule Bill into the British House of Commons on this day in 1886. Yeah, and the bag. What the bag? The Gladstone bag. Is that right? I think that's. I think he used to carry a bag, and it became known as the Gladstone bag. What? Is it like a man bag? Yeah. The original um, man bag. Yeah. Okay. The Gladstone bag. I'm so quick. You are. It's the speed of you, isn't it? Um, a small portmanteau suitcase built over a rigid frame which could separate into two equal sections. It's a Gladstone bag. Is that like a briefcase, then? It's, it's like one of them. That's a 16-incher. Oh. Oh, I see. It looks like a doctor's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor's handbag. They're named after uh, William Uart. Uart Gladstone. 1809-1898, four-time Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. On this day in 1973, Gilbert O'Sullivan was number one in the UK single chart. Oh, Claire. Huh? Was it Claire? No, with Get Down. Oh, You got it wrong, Paul. Get Out. Was it the Pirates of the Penzance? Yes, it was him. Caribbean. That's him. (laughs) Uh, And on this day in 1957, the Suez Canal in Egypt was reopened after the Suez Crisis. I don't really remember anything about that, uh, mainly because I wasn't born. No. But what was the Suez Crisis? Was it to do with oil? Uh, Yeah, didn't they blockade Mm. the the canal and it caused all sorts of... Kickoffs because the US. that canal is used um, to not have to go all the way around some bit of somewhere. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it's a quick, yeah, it's a quick cut my, through. My daughter studied it. She would, really? yeah, if she was around, she would tell you all about oh, it. Oh wow, I'd find that interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Okay, uh, I'd get on that as well, but we've only got a minute left. And 1966, on this day, uh, the Time magazine declared "God is dead" on its front cover. Well, well, is he? The king is no, the queen is dead. <laughs> That was Alan Farsh's, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, just uh, just to say that the Queen is not dead, as I said earlier. So sorry to anyone who's rang in and said the Queen is dead. She's not. <laughs> she's not. Ha ha. Ha ha. I need to work on the impression. It's not bad. Um, oh, it was an invasion of e- Egypt in, in late 56 by Israel, followed by the United Kingdom and France. The aims were to gain Western control of the Suez Canal to remove Egyptian president. Oh, Okay. After fighting started political pressure from the US, the Soviet Union and the United Nations led to withdrawal by the three invaders. The episode humiliated Great Britain and France and strengthened NASA. NASA. Yeah, there you go, that's it. NASA or NATO? It says NASA. Does it mean NATO? I don't know who NASA is. NASA? There's a cricketer called NASA Hussein. Okay, well we're going to go for the break. After that it's at Seal, and then, uh, well we're going to go for the news first, not the break. This is the news. Across. Then it's going to be Seal. Around the- then it's going to be Earth. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host Andy Clark and his hangers-on Paul Ryan Alcock on Seven FM. I feel like the rain, I feel like a 
from living again Cause what I've been dreaming I know that it's real I know there's just no change in the way I feel You're into my head and I'm out of my mind I feel like I just found reason for being alive And I have a secret I think you should know I feel like I just can't keep it deep with me And I feel like I'm losing control
light hits the glue on the grave. You're back on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with moi et toi. <laughs> oh, don't call me that. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> How you doing? I had a bit of the lovely seal there, mate. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of starting a solo career. Going to call myself Walrus. Um, Are you? <laughs> it's good because you got the face for it. <laughs> the Walrus of Love. Yeah. That's old Bazatron, wasn't it? You could you be calling him that. Yeah. You right? Yeah, I'm just looking at this uh, live. It doesn't really seem to be doing much. Oh. It says Anybody it's live. watching us? Anybody watching us? I don't know. It says live, but it says seven o'clock on oh, the uh, clock. Let me. Um, let me check it out. Check it out. Check it check out. Check it out. Check it in. And let me begin. Um. Oh no, we're it's okay. Not, it's, no, we're not. We're, it's not moving. We're not moving, are we? Yeah. Oh yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh, I'm not moving on mine. Um. Yeah. It's still. You sure? Yeah, it's working on mine. Well, it's not on mine. It's at seven o'clock in the top left. Can you see us, anybody? Uh, what can you see? I can see us. You just says you've joined. Yeah. Yeah, one thirteen. Okay. Andy Clark is watching. Hey, look, that's us. Weird. Very strange, Paul. Okay. Who knows? Rob Moore likes it, whoever Rob Moore is. Is that your mate? Oh, you know Rob. I think you've met... Or have you met Rob? Rob Moore is, um... Is my well? It used to be a. a well, it just played. It just showed eighteen thirteen. Then it's just overwritten it with a blimmin' picture. Oh, do you know what? I sometimes despise Facebookings. Yes, it's just oh, in it overcomplicated. In it, and it just oh, in it though. There must be. Um, you're going to investigate your YouTube options. There must be other options. I was going to Paul. Clearing out the garage, which looks very, very nice, by the Dirt's way. Does, doesn't it? The garage is done. The garage is cleared out, which is great news. We're well me. on the way to having our garage cleared out. When I say we, Janine's done it, I don't, <laughs> I don't do that. It's dirty. You don't do that dirty stuff. Dirty work. Don't do dirty things. Don't do, I don't blame you, mate. <laughs> so I've given up with this. I've given up with this. I watch on my phone instead. Just smash the tablet. No, why not? Why not do that? I mean... Indeed. So what, are you going to be chilling while you're away? Yeah, we haven't booked anything to do but there's lots of nice things to do there's a lovely boat trip that you can go from uh, Harbour, yeah to to um there's a pub on the left truro truro and along that river which is the river for isn't it yeah there's um a place where the coast not the coast guard the government stores ships which it's impounded or oh yeah uh, all sorts of weird stuff like that and they have some really interesting these massive ships that are completely deserted and you think i want to go on them and massive have a look around ships. yeah You'll be saying that when you've had a drink. No. And sometimes they have, um, sea lions just, just basking <laughs> so on the where, jetty. where we, um, where our little, um, the jetties were and the pontoon that we, um, the pontoon where we used to keep our boat, which yeah. was directly below this walk down and there was a little sandwich, uh, little sort of, um, tea cake shop and stuff like that used to sell cakes and coffee and bacon mm-hmm. rolls yeah 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 <clears throat> for people getting on and off the boats directly opposite yeah was like this big <sighs> I think it was they used to load grain and load sand and load stone and stuff like oh, that right, okay in fact it wouldn't have been stone what would, what's what's slate what's, tin 
No, it wasn't ten. Well, no, Cornish Tim mines. I was just saying. It wasn't ten. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed at me. <laughs> it's something else. So oh, clay. 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 Oh. So they loaded clay up, and there's a big boat that used to come up, and then a proper ship. Yep. And then when the tide used to go out, it used to sometimes just stay there on, on, without falling over. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Stabilizes. Uh, sometimes it fell over, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and we used to watch it loading it up. It used to take ages to load all this clay up. Oh, brilliant. It's a nice part of the world. Lovely Cornwall. For you. All right. Or Fooey. It's about Fooey. Fooey. Hong Kong Fooey. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you come down? Be nice, wouldn't it? Um, borrow your neighbour's boat. He ain't using it, is he? No, he ain't. Wouldn't hurt him. Yeah. you got a tow bar. Yeah, yeah. Bring that down. And, uh, ask your other neighbour if you can live in their cottage for a bit, because they are not in it, are they? No, they, they, well, I don't know if they might be selling, they might have sold it. Some people are selfish. Yeah, they are, really. What if you'd wanted to use it? Well, I don't know, I never thought of that. I mean, I don't have a date with that entered their, entered their no. the pants. Ask him. Come around here. Yeah. <clears throat> so a father has lost his legal challenge, have you heard this? Go on. This is a bit of a, this, they had... In a way, they had to do this because it would have set a massive precedent. Oh, I know what you're going to say. The father has lost his legal challenge again for a fine for taking his daughter on an unauthorised term time holiday. Yes. See, I think that's really bad. It is, but as you say, the trouble is if they don't, the schools will be half empty. The problem is the government should legislate against holiday companies who can't, won't, shouldn't be allowed to put their prices up yeah. by three <clears> times <throat> the flipping... But, and I, I feel like that, but equally, then... In the quiet times, the companies still have to operate, and they use... It's like the old, when you go abroad to Spain, we would go to a place called Finistrat, which is lovely. And, um, you know, this time of year, it's quite quiet. Yeah. In the winter, it's closed. So... Yeah, no, I get that. So you've got, you know, whereas we, we earn money like this... Well, I don't, it's like that. I mean, <laughs> so we earn money like this, whereas yeah. abroad, it's like down here, up here, and it levels out. Yeah, I kind of get that. Well, you either get it or you don't. Well, kind of nothing. I get it. I don't know if I completely agree with it. What, what? Which bit don't you agree with? The fact that they put it up by so much. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not pro rata, is it? No. I mean, we were lucky because my children's holidays tend to start a week early. Although we always went with another family, and they didn't start till a week later. Do you have we massive rows with the family. We could have saved a fortune. Well, now they live in Switzerland. It's mm. hard to row from there. But we are uh, okay. Swiss don't row. Uh, Marge and. Unilever. Marge? Marge. Homer. Excellent, uh, Unilever, which owns some of the UK's most famous household brands, has announced plans to sell its margarine business, including Flora and Stork. Oh. My I wonder who's going to buy that. You know who's going to buy it, don't you? Who? You know who's going to buy it, craft. don't you? It'll be Kraft. Then Kraft. Yeah. They're Swiss. In fact, the people I was just talking about we go on holiday, she works for Kraft. Are they Swiss or American now? Uh, American-owned, but... They, I think the craft bit because it's Craft Jacob Souchard, I think, with a K. company. Yeah, so but Jacob, they're based that's in English, wouldn't it? Uh, so crackers, isn't it? I think it might be with a K. It might be Jacob. Oh, okay, I not don't Jacobs, know. as in crackers. I don't think so. Gotta be, isn't it? Big company though. Is it? My daughter tells me that margarine is only chemically two steps away from petrol. Yeah, that's right. It's bad stuff in it, and if they didn't colour it yellow, it'd be a sludgy black. Yeah. So we only use butter now. Yeah, I must admit, we use clover. Yeah. Uh, or at all butter. I mean, to be fair, they all go on... I mean, butter was bad for you because it's full of salt and it's full of fat and all that. But, but the bottom line is, we've been eating butter for a long time. Exactly. Margarines. So, mm. It's chemical-based. Butter's fine, I think. The only trouble with butter is it we have to slice the top of it because it's so... It's hard. Yeah, I saw a little... you can get spreadable anchor. Yeah, all right. I Yeah, but that's not butter is it anchor it's a blend of butter and 
No. Vegetable oil? Cow's buttocks and... Yeah. Milk. <laughs> um, I saw a good life hack, though. If you get a hot glass and stand it over your butter, it'll soften it up just enough to spread it without making it turn into a puddle. Mm. There you go. And I saw another life hack where they were separating the egg yolk from an egg. They had a plastic sports bottle with the top off. They undid... Took the top off, sorry. They squeezed it gently, put it over the egg. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let go, and it sucks the <coughs> egg yolk up and leaves the rest behind. Wow, yeah. And then you can squeeze it out. Uh, yeah. This is what I spend my life doing. Wow. It's all life hacks. Any more you want to know about? No. I said to make toast by um, wrapping a piece of bread and silver foil and iron in it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Who thinks of this stuff? I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's about the size of it, really, for today. Hmm. I think Phil's gone. Has he gone? Well, he popped up for a while. Has he gone to the toilet? <laughs> yeah. So, new research suggests that a spoonful of Marmite a day can keep your brain healthy. Really? Yeah. Let's get some Marmite. We ran it ages ago. I, I like Marmite. I love it. Vegemite. Sandwich. Uh, and the horse race last year's runners-up, the last samurai heads the Grand National lineup after a final field of 40 runners were named for the race at Aintree on Saturday. Ah. Oh, it just happens to, um, look at that, that was doing the films. Oh, on the end of that, I didn't turn the page. Uh, two familiar voices in the Peppa Pig film. David Mitchell lends his voice to Policeman Panda. And Joe Brandt <laughs> voices Mrs. Crocodile in the zoo. <laughs> Brilliant. Security uh. concerns have been raised about plans to carry out major servicing work on the UK's new F-35 fighter jets in Turkey. Ooh. Why? Because presumably we don't trust them. Oh, right. They might be on a long coffee break and not put a couple of nuts and bolts back in, like, uh. whenever I hey, take them apart. Hey, what's the matter? I had the uh, 25 nuts I took off. and not now mafia Italian bosses. mafia. <laughs> Turkey, Italy, it's the same, eh? Yeah. It's all the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Baldy! Uh, At school with him. I did, yeah, and his, his brother Dave Baldy. <laughs> <clears throat> According to new analysis, the government's planned spending on flood defences heavily favours London and the southeast of England. Show it, sir. So it should. <laughs> Show it, sir. Said the Reverend Spooner. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like a Joe Brand comment. Reverend Spooner. You've, you've heard of him, haven't you? That's where the Spoonerism came from. Really? He kept get. I don't want to say it because it's. Well, it's not rude as I'm going to say it, but it would be if you interpreted it. He used to get his mucking words fuddled. Oh, really? Yeah. Deliberately? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think it was a something he just couldn't help. So he'd jumble up all his words, mm. and he'd get the letters around the wrong way. And how long ago was that? The Reverend Spooner. Yeah. I'll get on that. Get it on. <laughs> get on it, man. I'll get on that. I've been on a lot of things today. Oh, I know you have. I know you have. Uh... So, we're going to play another song now. Go for it. Uh, this one is, uh, in fact, Gabriella is... I don't know if it's Kill Me or Chill Me. Kill Me. Oh, yeah, we never know, do we? We don't know this. We just don't know. Uh, and this one is Sweet About Me. Uh, it's a brilliant song, this. Great little hook in it.
You're back on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with myself, Andrew Clark, at 9.27 on the 8th of the 4th. It's a Saturday. This is Paul Alcock. Yes, it is, with Paulie Boy. Hello. Do you want to know about Spoonerisms? Go on, then. So, he was uh, William Archibald Spooner. Yeah. I believe he was a preacher. Uh-huh. It was a long-serving... So, he was born in 1844, died in 1930. A long-serving Oxford Don... Uh, notable for absent-mindedness and supposedly liable to mix up the syllables in a spoken phrase oh, right. with unintentionally <clears throat> comic effects. So they became known as Spoonerisms and a lot have been invented and attributed to him. Um, so I've got some examples here. We don't know if it's already from all from him. So instead, instead of saying Conquering Kings, their titles take, he says Kinkering Kongs. And then some other ones. It's Kissed Marie to Cuss the Bride. Uh, I'm tired of addressing beery wenches instead of weary benches. And pardon, pardon me, padam. This pie is occupied. This can pie? I sew, can I sew you to another sheet? Uh-huh. I've hissed all my mystery lectures. So you can get the gist of it, can't you? Yeah. Um. Shabba. Anyway. Shabba-dabba. So some, so that's a spoonerism. Okay. It's the, it's the muddling up of your, uh, syllables. Oh, I've got memories with you today, apparently. Oh, what are they? So, look. I'll tell you now. Go on. Uh, oh, look, there's me playing on stage. Oh, wow. I look young. Yeah. And thin. That was nine years ago. Wow. Well, uh, I wasn't there, was I? No. Andy Clark with Barry Kirby and Paul Alcock. Seven, Seven Ball Brekkie Show. Oh, yeah. I, I, you're always in my, um... And two, two years ago... Oh, that's me and Jules, Monkey Madness. Oh, yeah, I A lot that. of 7FM themes. Yeah, going. And, um... What was I doing? Don't know. What were you doing? And one from Helen Kay, 2009. Oh. Hello, Paul. Of course I remember you. Who could forget those red jeans? Oh. There you go. And I became friends with, uh, Kate Subrian, Helen Kay, and John Butler. So, Brian. Is that how you say it? Yeah. And, and uh, there's a pipe band. Oh. Anyway, that's it. I'm, uh, that's really interesting for the rest of the listeners, isn't it? Yeah. My, my Facebook personal memories. So, but Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn says he wants to extend free school meals to all primary school pupils in England. Yes, and how does he want to pay for them? Oh, I don't know. Taxing private schools. You can stick that up, you... Isn't it funny? I'm not being footed. funny, but there are some people who, you know, they want the best education, they want, uh, they want the best education for their children, uh, and they get the best education, and then, then they become Tories. <laughs> You know who told me that? Barry Kirby told me that. Tuning into the politics hall here on 7FM. <laughs> Barry said, Kirby, I remember him. Yeah, I remember him. Uh, it's emerged that Theresa May had to charter a plane for her recent trip to the Middle East as Prince Charles had booked the official Royal Air Force jet. <laughs> Do you imagine she'd gone up to a little sheet hanging on the wall in Downing Street is like going to write her name and went, oh, blast, Charles oh, has Charles got it. Charles has got it. He said, well, I need a need plane to go and live sheep. That's very good. sheep big ears. I've met him. Which one? <laughs> that could have been either one, couldn't it? Limin, yellow, river. <laughs> uh, Prince Philip. It's a kind of mashup of the two. Bloody. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's emerged that uh, doctors trialling the use of the illegal party drug and horse tranquilizer ketamine to treat depression are calling for the treatment to be rolled out. Yeah. Your sister has a bit of tablet of that every day, doesn't she? Mm. Horse tranquilizer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, like that one. A, I like the idea of a horse dragging uh, to treat depression. Presumably, when it kicks in, you'll start rearing it and trotting merrily through the fields. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Cat leap in and everything. <laughs> <laughs> black hole. All right. Scientists and astronomers say the first picture of a black hole could be taken in just days. I can take a picture of nothing. 
Isn't it um, dark matter? Yes, it's dense, isn't it? So dense it sucks light in. What? I mean, how does that work? I can't <clears> get my head around that. Well, you wouldn't. Your head would get squashed, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> no, it gets sucked in. What would it feel like if you got sucked into it'd a be, black it'd hole? It'd feel like this. <laughs> 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 we had to do it. I didn't can't we? believe we Whoa, just did the pop thing at the same time. We're just like sisters, aren't we? We're wired. Uh, and French far-right leader Marine Le Pen has been attacked from all sides over Europe as the presidential candidates went to head, head to head, yeah. in the second live TV debate. What's going to happen with France? Do you reckon they're going to pull out of Europe now? Uh, I, no, I reckon, uh, so she took a right shoe in, didn't she? Hmm. So I don't think she's got a chance. And I think there's a backlash now. Yeah. Uh, I think the far-right s- stuff is going to swing back. People are d- not liking it. I've got some of my social media friends. I really don't like the stuff they. No, it's a bit Trotsky. Not Trotsky. It's a bit Hitlerish, isn't it? It is. I don't like it. Don't like it. No, I don't like it. I, I, I'm much more moderate, as I think most people are. Moderate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I definitely was a, uh, you know, uh, I think Brexit, when in the long run, will be good for the UK. I think now. Time will tell. Only because I think you know the European landmass, which is the U- you, you know when you think about it. The European Union is made up of us. Aren't we the only country that's an island? Um, probably. Yes, we are, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there you go. I was going to say Gibraltar, but they're, not, they're attached to Spain, aren't they? Well, and they're ours. And they're ours. At the moment. At the moment, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true story. Falkland Islands, they're part of the EU, aren't they, if they're ours? Yeah, what are they, what are the, what are the, uh, what's it called? Um? What? They don't call them, they call them something else. Oh, Los, something. Los Palmas. Yeah, mm. Galapagos or whatever. Is it Galapagos? I don't know, shall I get on that? Yeah, it is Galapagos, isn't it? Spent most of my morning looking stuff up. Um, uh, so, also, Australian police have made the largest seizure of crystal meth in the state, in the nation's history. Um. School there as well. <clears throat> there was a, apparently they found enough to watch at least 10 people uh, could consistently watch na- uh, neighbours without having a problem. Say that again. No. <laughs> it was enough to get at least 10 people through a whole year of watching neighbours. Oh, neighbour. I thought it meant th- their neighbours. No. Uh, Ailas Malvinas. Malvinas. Yeah. Malvinas. Professions of people who work the longest. Uh, time will... Time... Should we do the top ten on this oh, one? Oh, yeah, why not? Should we do it? We like the music, don't we? We do like the music, Quite yeah. literally. Have we got the music for it? We should have it some, we should somewhere. Have. Here it is. Here Smashing, it is. Here it is. Here it goes. So, professions who work the longest. Time magazine has done a study of the professions where people tend to work way past the age of 65. These are the top 50 professions with the highest rate of workers over the age of 65. Coming in at number 10, the Dentista. Yeah, 9.7%. Right. At number 9, taxi drivers and chauffeurs. Coming in at 10%, that is. And musicians, singers and related workers. Okay, number... Ten, s- oh, go on. 10.9. Ten, ten at number 7, barbers. Number 6 is psychologists. Up to number five, real estate, stroke estate agents, and sales agent at 11.7%. Bus and ambulance drivers. That's bad, isn't it? Have the ambulance drivers. Yeah, I know. I've seen the way my dad used to drive. Was he an ambulance driver? No, no. Oh. I wouldn't want him to be, 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 oh. be, 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 be behind the wheel of an ambulance. No, okay. At number three, this doesn't surprise me, farmers and oh, yeah. other agricultural managers. I would say that. I can't believe that. I mean, that's got, I would have thought I'd been number one, really. Yeah. And clergy... Oh, up to number two. Yeah. Mind you, Father Andrew's 104, isn't he? He is 105, I think, this year. Number one, understandably, I reckon. Really? Tax accountants 
42%. What, Marky Mark? 72, isn't he? He is, yeah. Over 65 years old. Yeah. That's because they can earn a shed load of money for doing nothing. Sod all. Absolutely. I say sod all. Yeah. It's only a bit of lump, a lump of turf, isn't it? I'm going to say something else, lumpus. <laughs> uh, La La Land, a 17-year-old from Arizona, has recreated the opening scene from La La Land in a video that's gone viral in an attempt to invite Emma Stone to his school prom. Oh, awesome. But isn't we- it English? La La Land? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a musical, isn't it? Yeah, but it's done in England, in the north of England. It's about unemployment, isn't it? I don't know. Well, you don't know nothing. I, I know nothing. I know nothing. I am from Barcelona. Don't be so racist. All right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Homeland star Damien Lewis has revealed he thought he was going to faint on stage during the opening night of his West End play, The Goat. What? As he had what <laughs> turned out to be a perforated eardrum. Okay. Wow. Um, of course, he's also, um, what's his name, who's Axe, who's playing uh, Billions, isn't he? Have you watched that? No. You know I don't watch any TV. Okay. I'm just trying to see what um, La La Land. La La Land's all about. I'm sure La La Land's about the north of England. <clears throat> and it's about unemployment and going, queuing up for meals and stuff. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. go here we go. Here we go, here, here we go. We go. Uh, it's an American musical, romantic drama film, written and directed by Blah. Emma Stone is a musician and is an inspiring actress who meet and fall in love in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. I thought it was American English. The film's title res- refers both to the city of Los Angeles and to the idiom for being out of touch with reality. Uh, it's not that. What's the one that I'm thinking of, then? Um, where's it set? North of England. Um, I don't know. That's a musical. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a musical. Anyway... In an interview for Record Store Day, Sir Elton John has admitted to owning 7,000 vinyl albums. Good grief. Wow. Is it Record Store Day today? Could be. So this time last year, we were performing in, um, Berman Records in Emeo, in what? Northern Sweden. Sweden. Oh, I wish I'd Record Store that. Day. You'd have liked it. Oh. I'd sign an autograph after that, <laughs> and then people wanted the pictures taken with me. Really? It's the most surreal I thing. bet you hated that, didn't It's you? the oh. most surreal... Oh, no, no, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 yeah. yeah. Only if you get a good, if you get my good side. Yeah. Tommy's turn around. Did you see, um, Brigitte's changed her picture to when she was a little boy? Yeah. I have noticed that. Have you got any photos of her when she was about 20? Uh, did no. Have, did she have I, long blonde hair? I, I don't know at what age she went from, uh, long blonde to very, very short blonde. Yeah. Um... No, I don't think... I've, a- I've asked her for pictures, but she <laughs> refused to send them. Do you want to buy some? Yeah. <laughs> I've got some off a website. Uh, Mel B. <laughs> it's been claimed that Mel B's husband was made angry by flirty sex games between the former Spice Girl and her fellow X Factor judge, Cheryl. What? Hmm. Flirty it, sex I, games. I can see a problem with this already. Oh, I'm, 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 Would you have a problem with... No. I'd uh, probably encourage it, actually. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. Uh, it's been revealed that she asked Le Bouf, uh, latest war film, Man Down, only took £7 on its opening weekend in Britain after opening in just one cinema where it was seen by just one person. No way. Oh, my God. Probably cost him a bit more than seven quid to make it. Well, I would have thought so, yeah. Well, I well. don't know. Is he famous for doing that, then? I, do you know? I don't even know who he is. No, nah, not me. No, if I really care. No, me. I'm not interested. Unless he's, he gets someone out of it. Yeah, it's true, yeah. Um, Barry Manilow has spoken for the first time about being gay, revealing he kept his sexuality secret for years out of fear of disappointing his fans. I've seen a lot of people going, really? Yeah. Really? Is he Barry gay? Manilow, yeah. I don't... 
it doesn't make a scrap of difference, does it? No. I mean, you're gay. It's not affected you. Not anymore. No. What I find funny about blokes, and this is blokes, isn't it? If, like, this is so stereotypically wrong, um, but if, for example, you were gay, now, yeah. what are you looking at? I was just scratching the inside. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, so if, if you think I'm, I was, if I thought you were gay, no, you thought I was gay. Yeah. Uh, and you were a heterosexual male, you would say, oh, he's bloody gay, I ain't gonna hang around with him. Because you automatically think I'd be attracted to you, and I end. Yeah. Aren't that, you? That's like saying a woman would automatically be attracted to, and all the blokes who are like that, they're always normally like, oh, it just bugs me. At the end of the day, I couldn't care less. No. He's these blokes blokes that are... I couldn't care less. It doesn't... I just... I don't really give a monkeys. Sexuality is just a... It's number. just a label. A number on a phone dial. <laughs> it's a number on your speed dial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought... I thought the number to ring for the police was 101 as well. 111. So that's not NHS Direct. I didn't know that. <laughs> really? So when I rang up NHS Direct to tell them I was doing some drone flying yesterday. You never, did you? <laughs> And it's just direct. Is that the police? <laughs> no, you want 999. No, I don't think I do. No, you want 101. All right, okay. <laughs> Is that a true story? No. Oh, no, you should not. have said yes. Yeah. Like, lied like you normally do. <coughs> like I rang up the 726450 number. Is that the non-emergency? Well, it's the 101. Oh, Trans- is it? Retranslated. Oh, right. Hang on, I have to cough. Have you noticed my post-nasal's gone? Oh, don't... I wasn't going to even say anything, because if you mention it, then your tent, throat I've will tense I've had three up. weeks without it now. That's good. I can't even remember what it was like. Stress is what caused that. Well, I'm probably... Well, I'm not... I've got a different type of... I've got anxiety now. I'm anxious about not having a job. Anxiety is better than stress. Is Probably. it? Well... Isn't it... Anxiety is a finical... Finical manifestation. Yeah. Physical manifestation of stress, isn't it, you stupid uh, idiot? Thicko. Uh, is it? Oh, my God! Billy Elliot. It's not Billy Elliot. No, it's not Billy Elliot, Marky Mark. What? He's thinking that's... Oh, the northern dancey thing. Yeah, no, that's about... That's dance. I, no, no, there's one that's come out recently about living up north on the dole and going and queuing for... Queuing for food. Come on, Mark, you know I this. can't believe, Mark, you, you missed... You missed Kansas and yeah. the wall, mate. Unless he's just been listening quietly in the background. No, back he wouldn't have been. He, he can't. He can't listen quietly. He's been a naughty boy... It's not coming out. It's been a naughty boy. <laughs> well, well, you mean you were... Yes, well, at first, yes. <laughs> My right. mate, um, Tim, who you know from the band, was yes. uh, his girlfriend is down or up from Exeter, and she's never seen Life of Brian. Oh, so he no. was going to... And he knows every, pretty much every single line from the film. So they were going to um, watch it this weekend. What did they say? Something about Blessed of the Greek, I think it was. <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, we were talking about this. I've never really been a massive fan of Monty Python. Really? Yeah. Oh, blessed are the cheesemakers. Well, they don't mean it literally, do they? <laughs> they mean it could be anything of any sort of dairy-based products. <laughs> right. Ken Loach's new film, I, Daniel Blake. Is that it? Uh, say again? Ken Loach's new film called I, Daniel Blake. Could be that. 2016, Ken Loach's new film takes an uncompromising look at the UK's welfare system. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You got it wrong, Marky Mark, you burk. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, <laughs> come around here with your big gob. Because um, Ken Loach is from up north. Oh, Ken Loach is. Yeah, he lives up there, doesn't he? 
Uh, is he from Bolton or somewhere like that? I don't know. Uh, from Lancashire. Oh, is he from Lancashire, is he? <laughs> oh, oh, dearest floor. <laughs> Just tuned into the uh, last of the summer wine tribute hour here on Seven. Oh come on, go, what's his name? You can Compo, <laughs> Compo Cleggan, Cleggan, whatever. Oh Laura Batty, <laughs> and her wrinkled stockings. Oh, oh, lovely girl in stockings. <laughs> such such smut on British TV. Oh, it's terrible, disgusting. How is Marky Mark anyway? So he's saying things like uh, Billy Elliot sent from my earphone. Sent, sent from my earphone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Rod Stewart has showed his fans how he steers in shape in a series of fitness videos posted online. Is it Lager? Oh, I don't know. Because he's uh, he's uh, that's not his real name, Rod Stewart. It's, no. uh, his name is uh, what Ding, isn't it? Rod Ding. Rod Ding. Yeah. <laughs> Katy Perry has revealed that she deals with her insecurities by googling hot photos of herself. Oh yeah, I do that all that's the time. Is there any hot photos? <laughs> You Google it. Yeah. Rod, I'm just got, I'm not Googling hot pictures of Rod Stewart. Uh, Rod Stewart age, Rod Stewart real name. Photos His name. What's her name? Katy Perry. Oh, he's married to Penny Lancaster, isn't he? Who is? Rod, Rod Stewart. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Oh. He was, yeah, in 2007. Oh, uh, hello. He's Roderick David Stewart. It is his real name. Is that his real name, is it? Yeah. And Elton John is... Reg Dwight. Reg Dwight, that's it. Great name. Ronnie Wood is Ronnie Wood. Yeah. Sting is Gordon Sumner. Gordon Sumner, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Tina Turner. Anna Mae Bullock. That make me feel better what I've just done. I feel a lot better now after have doing you that. So Googled uh, um Katie, P- Katie Perry and, and I have something uh, in common. What's that? Hot pictures so online. When, when we have when we both get a bit down, we both look at photographs of uh, her online uh, hot photos. Hot photos of yeah. herself. Feeling better. Are you on the you know you go you, there's a name, isn't there? If you how are you are up in Google, if you Google your name where you come in the in the list. Is that um I used a, to be very high on the word ringtone and Clark. Yeah, I bet you did. No, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, right, I'm just Googling hot pictures Andy Clark. Oh, no. And see what comes up. <laughs> no. I see the first thing that comes up. Images. Uh, <laughs> this is not a good thing. Yeah, none of them are particularly hot, are they? That's just weird, isn't it? Yeah, but put the word, put Andy Clark, and then put a space and put ringtone after it. Right. The, I've got to be careful. i better put the full word ringtone. Yeah, just, then, just right. put ring. <laughs> oh, I just spell checked it, correct it to wrong tongue. <laughs> wrong tongue? What the hell's oh. that? No idea. <clears throat> oh, no, it's trying to connect it to... Oh, God. Ring tone with an E. Yes. No, it's trying to connect that to no, ring no. side, ring neck or ringing. Okay, we don't want to do right, none ring of them. tone. Okay, that's weird. Ah. There's a lot of cartoon pictures. What? You've got ring tour. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's got ring tone. It's just because it sliced the text. So what, what are them photos of? Do you want me to... <laughs> That's not right. me. The first one it's found. Best ideas about happy Halloween pin- pictures. Where the hell is, is there that? nothing of me on there? Well, have you, it's because you put the word hot. Is it because I put the word hot pictures in front of it? Just put the word, get rid of the word hot and just put... Pictures. Either put munter or just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to do um, pictures. Then. Yeah, that'll do. And let's get rid of the hot bit. Okay, do that. They don't exist, quite obviously. So you're welcome to try this at home if you're trying this port- in, in, in parallel. Oh, here we go. That's more like oh, it. Oh, yeah. oh wow! A band. What's that band thing? I've been banned. 
Is it photos of me and Bimbo? Oh, this is a oh, this is a newspaper article. So have a look. Which you put on Ringtone.net Limited Media Interest. Ringtone <laughs> pioneer Andy scuppered by music giants. The picture of you at your piano looking sad. <laughs> <laughs> So there is some photos of me. So well, this is all on your website. Of course, if you... Oh. So if you t- it's because you put the word hot in front that it came up yeah, with non-me related it. stuff. So as soon as you take away the word hot, then I come up. Oh, look at me. Don't I look un- angry? So he said you look too happy. What? Do you see what keyboard that is? It's a DX7S. Oh, yeah. It's what, in the loft. What paper was that in? Oh, oh my citizen. God. Not, not only is you on the front page, it says full story page seven. <laughs> <laughs> Blimey, you spun the page. That was a whole, that was a, sh- a real short news day. Awesome. <laughs> um, me, me, me. Yeah, me. some oh interesting pictures here. Give me some more. I need, I need attention. I need, I've got, I've got ODC or whatever it's called. Oh, look, it's you with a bit of air left. Oh, that was, that was taken in 1998. Andy's mobile music. That was taken in St. James's A in orange. Who put all those phones around your head like that? Well, I think it was, um, I think it was Dawn Ford come and held them. Who's now in Australia? Dawn, who's in Australia? Wow! There you go. You look um, sexy. We- <laughs> See, I got me orange. I got me orange rugby shirt on. Oh yeah, I got that still. And there's a picture of you on the big breakfast. Oh, it's all about me and shaking it? Johnny Vaughan's hand. Is that missed me on my new website? Which and then been- another another thing here that says "Star pull the pl- stars pull the plug" on ringtone pioneer with another picture of you looking gloomy. <laughs> <laughs> You special? Then, do you see me underneath? I'm all blacked up with black glasses. Oh yeah, a Stevie Wonder. Oh, is it? I thought. Sorry. It's funny. You've perfected that gloomy look, haven't you? Uh, you Brilliant. were referring to the Billy Elliot musical show. I know you were. Yeah, no, we weren't. We, we weren't. But we weren't. We weren't referring to that. So don't come round here with your blimmin' of what you were referring to, Mark. Yeah, don't come round here telling us what we're thinking. Yeah, we're not thinking it. What were we thinking, Paul? We, we were, were thinking. Th- yeah, we're thinking of that other one called, called I. I Daniel. I Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. So shut up. <laughs> We're going to get abuse. Sorry. We're I've just get... Googled hot pictures. Oh, my God. <laughs> no way. Right, hot pictures, Paul Orcott, right? Oh, yeah. There's a page of... That's the football referee who got pushed over by Paolo Di Canio. Is his name Paul Orcott? Yeah. Hey, look, I'm going to scroll up a yeah. centimetre, and there's a picture of me after the Gloucester Marathon. Yeah, because you're hot. You're quite... You've been running. It's, I bet it says hot poor. How in the Lord? Oh, that... I hate you. That's it. I hate... I hate. Oh, Let's... my God. It was no, in... no, no, no. I no. didn't know it was in the paper. This in Gloucester Review. <clears throat> what did it say? I didn't even know. Well, they're not reviewing how hot you are. <laughs> what? Oh, you've got a bit of a... Ch- we've got a bit of a... No, that's muscle. Oh, is it? Yeah. How many amps you got? Uh... Is it the seven? The, the number of abs is on the front of my vest. Uh, were you doing the seven... The number. seven... <laughs> Number four. No, don't insult me. <laughs> Have you been doing the seven ab di- the seven ab workout? Oh my god! <laughs> I never knew abs, that was. I never li- knew that was online. Seven living in a tree. I better. Sh- <clears throat> I better don't remember share that. that. Something about Mary. No, don't try and change the subject for me being in the press. <laughs> Not only if you Google hot pictures, Paul Alcock, I turn up on the second page. That yeah, is fantastic. Whatever. It's just rubbish. It's brilliant. Hate him so much. <laughs> Gotta be careful. I Google really. So let's do the newspapers now. Oh yeah, I, I just want to finish looking at this picture of me first. Well, we could if you want. <laughs> Why not? Awesome. Awesome. No, I'm, I'm very pleased for you. Oh, now I can't. All right. I'll very. Get, I'm going to leave that on the screen. Right. News. News. I'm drinking my coffee yet, by the way. Okay. It's cold. 
So the Times leads on the American missile strikes in Syria, saying that Russia warned the US it was one step away from military clashes after what the paper calls the greatest show of American firepower in more than a decade. The stark assessment by Dmitry Medvedev, the Russian Prime Minister, came as he said relations with Washington have been completely ruined, reports the Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Guardian says the White House appeared to back away from wider military involvement in Syria hours after launching 59 Tomahawk missiles at one of Syrian presidents Bashar al-Assad's air bases. Sorry, I got a hiccup. Press Secretary Sean Spicer refused to discuss any next steps, military or diplomatic, the paper adds. The Financial Times says Russia accused the US of ruining relations between the two countries after Donald Trump launched military strikes. The paper notes that it was the president's first major military action. It's going to be great. And the Daily Mail says Mr Trump warned that he would do it again after unleashing a, unleashing a surprise attack on the Syrian regime. In the first direct American raid on Bashir al-Assad's forces, the US president authorised the firing of 59 cruise missiles at a military airfield, states the Mail. Trump declares the sun. Oh, it's all gone wrong now, isn't it? Uh, we're going to have to go with this now. What? Uh, the paper says the president was backed by world leaders after the US launched a 59 missile attack on Syria. Nations across the globe united behind the blitz, says the sun. And the Daily Mirror says Russia warned that Mr. Trump came close to sparking war with his missile attack on Syria. The Mirror continues the US president blitzed an airbase for jets that launched a gas attack on civilians. And it's a settlement uh, sentiment echoed by the Daily Express which says Mr. Trump's missile attack on Syria faced fears it was the opening salvo on a war between the world's two biggest military powers. Concerns over the escalation, continues to express, were heightened further when Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered a warship in full combat readiness to sail to Syria. And the eye calls it Trump's message to the world. The paper says Moscow vowed to strengthen the Syrian president after the American airstrike and the warning shot was heard in Iran and North, North Korea. Korea. And the Daily Telegraph says witnesses claim that a suspected terrorist deliberately targeted young children as he drove a hijacked lorry into a crowded shopping street in Stockholm. One Swedish broadcaster reported that infants' buggies went flying through the air as the vehicle zigzagged along a pedestrianised shopping street and embedded itself in the window of a department store, says the Telegraph. And on a lighter note, the Daily Star focuses on Grand National Weekend. The paper says punters guzzled bubbly and stuffed their faces with food as it pictures a couple frolicking at Aintree on Ladies' Day. It did indeed, and it's uh, 9.53 on the Saturday, the 8th of April. It's 7FM. Can I do the bit we say, and that's your news on 7FM? Because I like that. I always want to do that bit. <laughs> hang on then, hang on then. Let's just yeah, I, I, that's my favourite bit, on. and I always feel a bit gentle. And that's your news on 7FM. It's the 8th of April. It's 9.53. It's a Saturday. No, you did it wrong. Go on, actually. Should I do it? Go on, you did. No pressure. Well, you've moved the cupboard up from there. Let's try it again, ready? And that's your front page. It's on Saturday, the 8th of April. It's 9.53. This is 7FM. Oh, that was better than mine. Do you want another go? No, I'm just going to screw it up again. (laughs) Go on, have another go. Go All right, Go on, ready? Right. You're listening to Jules Holland on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with Andy Clark. No pressure. That's your front pages here on 7FM. It's, uh, my glasses steamed up. <laughs> no, <laughs> start again. <coughs> start again. Start again. <laughs> uh, let me tell you what it is, right? It's, go on, go on, That's go on. your front pages on Saturday the 8th of April. It's ah. 9.54. This is 7FM. Gotcha. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So let's just reset that for you. Go. Here it goes. Here it goes. And that's just... (laughs) (laughs) 
Don't stop the music. Let me go. Unless your front page is, it's the 8th of April. It's Saturday. I've screwed this up. That's 7FM. <laughs> well, you've got one more go, oh, and then you're going to be Flipping sat. difficult, isn't it? No, it's not. It's just... It's pressure. Let me just do it before you. Let me just right, do it once on. for you. Then, then, then you can have a go, and then right, we'll go. Okay. That's your front pages. Today, it's the 8th of April. It's 9.54, and this is 7FM. Right, it's easy. It's easy. Ready? Yeah, okay. one more go. Last time. I'm going to slow up. Slow up. Okay. And that's your front pages. It's the 8th of April. It's a Saturday. This is 7FM. What's that the wasn't time? quite right. It's 9.54. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, fudge. That'll do. That'll do. I'm not doing it anymore. Nah, don't bother. I'd go. I'd get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pick the paper up. Yeah. Why, why is there a hair bobble in here? Oh, that's is mine. That Peak Streets. <laughs> <laughs> don't put it on the desk. Why not? Don't want it on the desk. Well, it's not going to be mine, is it? Well, it ain't, it's probably not from my head. <laughs> it ain't going to be mine neither, is it? <laughs> So let's play a song to go out with, Can shall I we? just quickly cough now, because I've got stress go with doing the You're Listening to 7FM stuff. Hang on then, go on then. Those are your front pages here on 7FM. <laughs> it's Saturday the 8th of April. This is 7FM. See who can do it with no pressure. We're going to go out with Rent by the Pet Shop Boys today. Are we? It's a good song. It is. Let's play it. We won't be in next week. No, I'm on my holiday. Not unless anyone wants to come in and replace Paul. And if you do, I'll have to tune in and... If- Send critical emails in. If you do. So let me know. But if not, we'll have a week off. Yes. See you in two weeks' time. Yeah, see you next Tuesday. Love you. Bye. Bye.
7fm.com.